Welcome to Fearless Conversations, a podcast for professional working moms who want to feel more confident, have more impact, and stop second-guessing themselves. I'm your host, former Big Four, certified mindset coach, and mom, Anya Morgan. Listen in to learn how to feel more self-assured, how to own the value you bring in your role, and how to deal with challenging situations easily and drama-free. If you're a mum in professional services who wants to feel better and get more done, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to share with you a story about something that happened in the last week and which I've told a few friends about since and they've all said to me no Anya you have to share this in the podcast because this explains so much and what it is that goes on with us why we do things that we seemingly don't want to do so I am sharing it with you this is a story about motherhood about conditioning and what it is that motivates us in the choices that we make and the things that we do. So last weekend, one of my children had a birthday and how he wanted to celebrate the birthday was by inviting a big gang of friends over. So that's what he did. And I know all the friends and they're they're actually lovely children, all of them. Um, so we had great fun on Friday. We had lunch and then they romped and rolled the whole afternoon. And then we had dinner and then the plan was he was going to get the run of downstairs and um, put on a movie, which we had already agreed which movie, and we three would go upstairs. And then they could just all be in their pyjamas and then go on to bed after the movie was over. That was the plan. So I came up and got into bed and hopped into bed and just had this thought of, oh, yeah, stick in your earplugs. And I mean, they're almost 14. So if something goes wrong, somebody's going to come and wake you up. Um, or your husband who's lying beside is going to wake you up. So nothing can go wrong here. Stick in your earplugs, go to sleep. So I did that. I had a nine hour sleep. I woke up on Saturday morning feeling great. I made French toast enough to feed 50 people. We had a great morning and yeah, really enjoyed the night. So what I haven't told you is that when I had that moment of stick in your earplugs, everything's fine. If you're needed, someone is going to let you know. What happened in my brain at the same time was another wee voice came in, which said, don't put in the earplugs, wait and see if you're needed. Sure, not having a good night's sleep is just part and parcel of having a sleepover. It's just the way these things go. Don't be so precious on you just suck it up for the night. And I saw these thoughts come in, but I did not engage with them. I saw them, I heard them, but they did not affect the action that came next. And that the action that I came, that I took was, I put in the earplugs and I went to sleep. So I, I did not act from this, I call this voice like martyr mummy, like, it's kind of like a bit syrupy, a bit saccharine sounding. It's it's a voice of suffering, of offering up, of I'm just a good mummy, so I just worry so much. And 
I know this voice because it's a voice of our society. It's a voice that we hear when we go on social media and we read posts like this, like, oh, I'm just a mama who doesn't get a wink night's sleep whenever my husband or my children are out. And you know, you know the voice I'm talking about. And when I told, I told two different friends about this on Monday and they were both said, Anya, you must share this now because this is explaining why we do things that seem to be irrational. Like why, why it is that you could have so easily sat and listened to those boys, got increasingly annoyed, maybe come out of the room at one o'clock in the morning and told them all to be quiet and go to bed. And then felt a bit bad about doing that because it was just a one-off, the sleepover. That's exactly what would have happened had I listened to that martyr mommy voice. I would have pushed myself through knowing it was ridiculous that I was staying awake, thinking that I somehow had to be staying awake, thinking that somehow a good mother would stay awake, thinking that this was somehow part of an experience that I should just be having as a mother. And that voice, that conditioning, that is the societal story that we've heard from many corners about what motherhood should look like. It's surprising that, that you would just put in your earplugs and go to sleep, even though like you're absolutely in service to them the whole time they're here. And what I think, and I hope this story speaks to is that when we're not aware of the thoughts that we're thinking, and these thoughts that we're thinking, remember that I told you before, they're just like ticker tape on the bottom of a Reuters screen coming through our head. They're just sentences. So where those sentences are coming from can be society, it can be conditioning, it can be popular culture, it can be mummy blogs on Instagram, it can be anywhere, but they've made their way into our subconscious and now they're running. When we're having thoughts that we're not aware that we're thinking. We think that we're just thinking an objective fact. So in former times, I could have had a thought like that, like a very reasonable thought, like on your second year plus and get a good night's sleep, but then immediately come in with, oh, but you know, you should really just stay awake. Like just, just, just in case, now, just in case. And you know, people here on your clock and just stay vigilant, like stay up, stay in control, stay worrying. So that's what mummies do. And I could have heard that narrative come in and believed it to be an objective fact, even though I don't think that's what mummies should do. I don't think it's what daddy should do either. I think that when children are almost 14, they can watch a movie and then make their way up to bed and be responsible for doing that without me having to micromanage that and bring my annoyance about not getting to sleep eventually into what's a very fun night for them. When we're not aware of what we're thinking, subconscious thoughts like this drive what it is that we do. It's only when we're aware of our thinking and the patterns and the belief systems that are kind of embedded into the soft drive of our thinking or is the hard drive the hard drive that we can do something about them so if you hold the belief of course women at a certain level in the organization should always be articulate with what it is they're thinking and state you know what it is they're noticing and seeing and at all levels of the organization they should be doing this 
That can be your thought. But when you're sitting there and not doing that, not speaking up, not saying what you see, not advocating for your team member, it's because you're having another thought, which is driving the action of not speaking. So even though your belief system is, I should totally be saying this, a woman like me should be saying this, like my belief system was, a mommy should get a good night's sleep. Another thought is coming in, like my marker mommy voice. Another thought's coming in going, yeah, but did the men not know better? Did these guys here not have a wee bit more experience than you? Did they not have more of a right to be making a call? Or it could be saying, just you watch what you say now because you could walk yourself into serious trouble because you often don't know what you're, what you're talking about. There is another thought coming in that is eliminating the conscious thought, the thought that you would choose. It's negating that and it's responsible for what happens next. It's responsible for the action that you take. And this thought can be a thought that you don't agree with today. I don't agree that mummies have to suffer. I don't think that good mummies worry. I think that worry is an absolutely useless waste of time and energy. I think if there is something to worry about, sitting worrying doesn't get you any closer to solving a problem. Taking action will get you just towards solving the problem. For me, worrying is something I don't want to ever waste time doing and definitely not under the umbrella of being a good mummy. But yet and with all, that way, oh, good mommies just are so worried all the time. I hear that voice in my head. Like I see like, you know, women saying this and, you know, clutching their pearls. And that's, it's a, it's a role that I can so easily occupy because it feels as real to me as my own name. I've, I've seen it, I've heard it. I've swam in the seas of a culture that believes that to be true for so long that it's there. So that's my story from the last week. I hope that that lands with you in the way that it's supposed to and helping you understand the power of our thinking, the power that you have in unearthing the thoughts that are running counter to the thoughts that you would choose to think at this stage in your life based on who you are and what you stand for and what your value system is. So I hope that's helpful. I also wanted to mention, I um, have been having so much fun sharing books rec book recommendations in this podcast and side by side, and I, I shared this in my email today, if, and if you're on my email list, um, that I just got so much joy in the last year out of reading as a result of making reading a re-priority for this year. So I've always been a big reader, love reading since I was very, very young, but somewhere in the last few years, and I think I can trace it back to around 2020, reading just got deprioritized for me. I wasn't like actively seeking out new books. I wasn't actively, you know, making time to read just for the sake of reading, which is something that brings me enormous joy. So thinking about that, and also I was thinking about a way, like how can I connect with more, you know, a few of the people who I would love to be more in contact with. So all that's to say, I have started, I am starting a new book club, which will meet online on Zoom. We'll discuss a book that I have chosen for us. It's a no pressure discussion. It's just 
to come and contribute and share what you've seen in a book. I think a book club um, can be a really, really good way of like cementing or locking in awarenesses or insights that you take from a book and letting them sort of integrate into what you know to be true about a human. So there's the reading for, you know, joy, of course, and, you know, escapism and entering into a fantasy land. But there's also that, I think, a real cathartic experience that happens when we read ourselves in the pages of a book or we read about experiences that we can identify or belief systems that we know that we have that we see in a book and we we're like oh that's familiar to me I feel seen this is normalizing the way I am your woman in the book she's a bit mad I know I'm a bit mad too I just think we need a lot of that in our lives and I think reading books about books talking about books sharing observations about books is one way of doing that and I happen to love that so the book club will start um, within the next week, I will announce the next book. You're responsible for buying the book, the book club itself. I will just run that. There's no charge to be part of the, the book club. You just buy the book. Um, if you want to join the email list to hear all about that, um, you can sign up for it at www.onyamorgan.com. So A-I-N-E-M-O-R-G-A-N.com forward slash join book club, all one word. And I would love to have you in that if you think that would be up your street and something you'd like to be looking into doing this winter and beyond. And that's it for this week. I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, I want to invite you to click subscribe so that you hear any future episodes of this podcast as they drop. Also, if you heard me say something today that you think would help another woman that you know, then please be sure to share that podcast with her and I'm sure she will be so thankful. Speak soon.